I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, bros, listen. I know what you're thinking. Uh, you're sitting there listening to your phone or your iPod or you're on iTunes. You're thinking... Where is the familiar guitar riff to bring me into See Next Wednesday? Well, just give me a minute, and it's coming up soon, but I gotta make a couple announcements first. If you remember last week, we mentioned that we were uh, welcoming a new show to Modern Superior, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas, and uh, that came out yesterday if you're listening to this on Wednesday. So go to modernsuperior.wordpress.com and get this uh, debut episode from comedian Bruce Douglas, and every episode he's joined by characters and crazy people from his past um, and basically they talk about an issue or give you self-help tips and uh, it's super hilarious. You're going to want to get this uh, podcast so you can find that on our Twitter at Modern Superior or you can follow Bruce Douglas himself at Bruce D Comedy. And uh, just a heads up for this episode, um, Casey's mic cut out once or twice, I believe, so sorry about that. Apologies in advance, and stick to the end to hear uh, the latest single from Tearjerker called Word. So there you got a new video for that, and uh, you're going to want to check it out. So here we go. Hello, welcome to another episode of See You Next Wednesday. Uh, this is number 19, and it'll be dropping on July 4th, 2012, if you listen to it on the day that it drops. Happy um, birthday, America. Yeah. Is that what July 4th is? It's ID4, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ron Bill Pullman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make a speech. <laughs> um, the best speech. Welcome to ARF. <laughs> My name's Dan Gorman, and this bra bra met her work, nerdlinger. Nice. <laughs> nice reference. My name is Casey Lyons, and I'd rather rip my heart right out of my rib cage with my bare hands and then throw it on the floor and stomp on it until I die, <laughs> <laughs> than spend one more minute with you. Uh, I'm Greg, and uh, well, girls, I've got good news and bad news. <laughs> the good news is your dates are here. The bad news is they're, they're dead. dead. Nice. <laughs> one of the best taglines of all oh, time. Oh, my God. So good. All right, uh, today we are recording in a new location. It's all like intimate and interactive. <laughs> I'm sitting on the floor, <laughs> legs crossed. It doesn't have to be interactive, but Gorman won't stop touching me. <laughs> uh, our mics don't have the little pop filter guys, so we're raw no, dogging no, it. No, no hats. Um, <laughs> we're raw dogging these mics. If we, uh, we're raw dogging these mics. I'm going to get we... my mic pregnant. <laughs> 
if we pop, uh, we apologize in advance. I'm going to give my my penis fever. <laughs> call back to something no one's heard <laughs> yeah, on the podcast. Call back to a conversation we had without anybody else. Right? <laughs> and we don't remember it. No. Just penis fever. Just yeah. penis fever. It's funny. Yep. No, um, we're in my really sweaty new apartment. Oh, my God. The yes. air conditioning does not work, but I'm trapped here waiting for a bed to arrive, so we're doing it here. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? We got the uh, usual stuff, Hero Swap, later, Cage Match Continuation, and uh, some film roulette, mm. an album review. Mm. But first, mm-hmm. you got what? Mm-hmm. Casey's got his hand up. <laughs> Casey, that's for that's for an edit point. Uh, is that fan going to be heard? No. Let's just say, hey guys, we got a fan in this room. Uh, so <laughs> if you hear a whirring, I'm not turning it yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. If you hear a whirring behind us, it's a fan. Cry yeah. about it. It's, keep, yeah. it's keeping <laughs> us alive, assholes. Yeah. No, you spent good money on this show. Yeah. It's going to be noisy today. Yeah. Um, first, you guys went and saw a band. We did. And you should talk about We're it. Gonna. We went to see Fishbone at Lee's Palace on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and I got quite an interesting evening because uh, it was my 10th Fishbone show, and Casey and I have seen a whole bunch together over the last few years. Yeah, and it was probably well, about my, like, seventh. or Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, we haven't seen them in seven years, though. They had uh, uh, marijuana problems at the border years yeah. back and couldn't come here. But um, but the last few times they played Toronto, it was a dwindling fan base. It was starting to get kind of sad going. Yeah. The last time they were here seven years ago, they opened for a really terrible, sublime knockoff band called Slightly Stupid. Oh, oh my God. Was, uh, was yeah. It was they just, played a hell of a show. Like, they're constantly uh, Yeah, they were really good. They always give you an amazing show, but... But that, that was just, it was depressing. Oh just, man, just based on the fact that yeah, it was like this fucking frat boy band. Yeah, just brutal. yeah. That, and I'm pretty sure stupid is spelled with two O's. It is with two O's. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, I'll show you how stupid they are. I think kind of maybe like what happened with Anvil with their documentary since the Fishbone documentary came out and did so well. Uh, they, Lee's Palace was overflowing with. Oh people. my god. It was crazy. It was a it was big, packed. like the biggest audience I've seen from the, for them for in like 10, 12 years, and yeah. people were right into it. Some people too much into it. There yeah. was a couple, uh, <laughs> couple of douchebags. Uh, this there guy, was, there was two, there was two guys, two douchebags, two idiots, and they just douchebagged it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, one of them actually finally got punched in the face by, by a very large, which is super sweet uh, guy, uh, which is pretty great. Um, and they just tuckered themselves out. Uh, they yeah, were about halfway kids. through so the they, yeah, they didn't have anything left for the end, which was funny when I was still going, and I actually got more into the pit as the night went on. I was like, who's tired now, fuckface? <laughs> These fucking idiots. They, ru- they ruined, ruined the show for people. Like, this poor woman got into the shit knocked out of her by this idiot. It's like, this is what happened when when jocks decide to mosh. Yeah. Like, they stay out of the show. Yeah, you don't get it. Yeah, this guy's full-on backward baseball hat. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pole. Eyebrow ring. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was just off. It's like a, it's like a that terrible fox show when animals attack when jocks smosh. Yeah. <laughs> the show is ruined. But anyway, the Fishbone played for two and a half hours. They played uh, just about everything I wanted to hear. Things I th- I had never thought I'd hear them do live again. Never, never heard them do Question of Life. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Song. It was so intense. Uh, it was honestly one of the best concert experiences I've had in the last five to ten years. Yeah, um, unbelievable and so great to see a band that good get it was feel like they were relevant again like people really gave a yeah. fuck and they you could tell that they were feeling it from the audience you know yeah. and all the new members are really settled into their roles now Dre Gibson had a hell of a show he's the it's, keyboard player it's funny there yeah i i uh, uh hung out with him a little after right, the show right right <laughs> uh um 
Yeah, like the last couple of Fishbone shows I saw felt like members of Fishbone. You know, it felt more yeah. like members of Fishbone as opposed to just seeing Fishbone. But this yeah. just felt like watching the cohesive Fishbone unit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, really cool show. Yeah. Uh, the opening uh, act was not so Who was uh, it? Great. Spooky, Spooky Ruben. Ruben. Oh, okay. Uh, he just, God, he's he thinks he's clever. <laughs> really does. I went to Poppers for his set. Had a pint. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right I, I back. I stuck yeah. around and got bored. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, it was pretty amazing. If Fishbone's rolling through your town, if you're listening to this outside of Toronto, please go. It's a hell of a I tour. Went. Going I was out of town, but I wanted to go. Yeah, it was outstanding. Yeah. They're going to be in, uh, let's see, I think they're in Brooklyn. Uh, on July 8th, if you live there and you're listening to us, go go see them. Do him. it. And they'll be in Chicago, which I might try and go down to. Really? Uh, they'll be in Chicago in early September. That's awesome. So, uh, But they're making their way to other places. Check them out on fishbone.net. Yeah, uh, and go watch the documentary on yeah, the Netflix. Documentary I'm going to watch outstanding. it. Outstanding. I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah. I've seen it twice. Gonna check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell of a show, though. It was really good. And, you know, in a kind of depressing music year so far with Losing MCA and we yes. breaking up. It was great to see uh, a, a band that I care so much about have a hell of a fucking show. Yeah, and, and seem like they've got onto on maybe a, a second chapter in their career. Which that's is awesome. Yeah. Anyway, sweet. That's my story. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good story. It's a hell of a show. Yeah, I met Rocky George after. That's wicked. There's yeah. a wicked picture of you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rocky George is an odd fellow. Yeah, he's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else in movies we want to talk about before? Well, I I watched uh, Nazis at the Center of the Earth, yes, but I'm yeah. not going to talk about it. No, you guys should watch it, and we'll talk about it next week. Okay. <laughs> it's, and um, it's you should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I heard it was bad. Oh, it's terrible. I heard it was like unenjoyably bad. No, but no, I still no, no. See it. It's the best bad I've seen in a while. <laughs> There's the most hilariously bad acting I've seen, like from a lot of people. Yeah, um, like Jake Busey, who's never oh my great, God. but Jake in this, Busey's Jake in Busey's in it. Still and around the girl who is the daughter in Face Off. She's <laughs> really, really horrible in it, and like, yeah, there's you know, it's not. I don't. Uh, there's Nazis in spaceships and a Hitler cyborg. It's something. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you got my attention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had me at Hitler. Seriously. Cyborg. And oh, when you watch it, okay, uh, just there's the worst running I've ever seen in a movie in it. <laughs> Throughout it. <laughs> Is it like green screen running or no, something? No, no, like like the dolly can't go very fast, so it's like run intensely but not fast. <laughs> <laughs> not too fast, we gotta push this camera. <laughs> Come on. It's great. So yeah, watch it and we'll talk about it next week. Um, and you did? Was it one of you guys that said that you saw Jeff who lives at home? I've seen. You've it, yeah. seen it, okay? Yeah. I don't want to get too deep into it because you're going to watch it. I assume. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really liked it. Yeah, I did. I was not big on it. No. Well, you're a jerk. <laughs> Why don't you go watch Rubber again? Oh. Oh. I haven't watched Rubber. Yet. Oh yeah. I don't you know gotta, if you're right or we're not. We're waiting for a uh, yeah, ruling. Yeah, I know. I've been moving all week in the heat. I've been moving all week, too. (laughs) And and grooving. (laughs) And grooving. (laughs) To a little band I like to call Spindle. Yeah, (laughs) more on that later. Um, I don't know. My uh, my official thoughts on Jeff Who Lives at Home was that it was all right. All right. It was all right. I I, I really enjoyed it. it. it I I don't know. We'll talk about it once you've Mm -hmm. seen it, Casey. All right. I'll watch it. We'll find out who was right and who was dead. Yeah. No, this yeah. is a new. This die. is a new. Uh, <laughs> new rating system, right or dead? <laughs> Whoever sees the movie first. 
Um, all right. Well, I guess we have nothing else to talk about except... Goodbye, Internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Ten-minute episode. Uh, I guess we'll move into film roulette. Yeah, let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. Let's do it up. <laughs> any, any second now the song will kick in? <laughs> Just waiting for that edit point. I can't wait to get there. And Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see a good, hopefully, movie. And the little, the low guy, the little guy, has to go see something shitty. That's I'm stumbling over feet, my words. Whoever, whoever loses is little. <laughs> For a week, they have to be little. Um, they have to be little. <laughs> for a week. Yeah, for a whole week. <laughs> See how you like it. Um, and then the loser gets to turn the tables on the winners by making them listen to a album that will make them want to claw their ears out with Q-tips, as mm. I did this week. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and that's the name of the game. So this week... I saw Ted, and so did Casey. I also saw Ted. I'm assuming. Yes. We won. And uh, this is the first uh, directorial debut from Seth MacFarlane, creator of Family Guy, starring Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis, and a teddy bear. (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking like this. Um, Welcome to Regis Cast. (laughs) There's a teddy bear. Um, Teddy bear talks. (laughs) What's the deal? Um, so, <laughs> sorry, it's Regis doing Jerry. <laughs> it's impression What's hour. The deal with Regis. Um, so, uh, the first thing that I text Casey after watching this was, "I just saw Ted. I could have swore I won this week." <laughs> yeah. uh, in all actuality, it's not that bad. I, I, I do have to say, I, I I really did laugh hard at a couple of. There's things. There's a few things in this movie that are, are are fairly funny, but it's mostly the throwaway lines that are the funniest yeah. things. Basically, this is a story of a of a young Mark Wahlberg who makes a wish for his teddy bear to come alive so he can have a friend, and from there they grow up and become kind of like stoner buddies, and they get in trouble with his girlfriend of five years, Mila Kunis, and she wants him to grow up. He can't grow up unless he sheds this teddy bear out of his life. The relationship between Ted and um, the main character... Uh, I can't remember his name. Let's call him Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> You're crazy. Let's let's go out there and call him Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> all right. He, I thought their relationship was fairly all right. I kind of yeah. believed it. Oh, you know, oh yeah. As like, far as like a movie about a, a talking teddy bear goes. Was Wahlberg any good? Was he uh, all right. I, the, the, he was the one thing that I, I kind of was like, you know, he, he gave it his best. But I don't think that he's an inherently funny person. I think no. that when he's being aggressive and scary, it can be funny, like in The Departed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't think he's an inherently funny person. I, I think, think that there's a lot a of lines. Dummy. Um, he plays a good dummy, but I don't think he plays a good nice guy. Like, he's supposed to be, like, the super yeah. nice guy, and it's kind of like, I don't know, he still seems like a bit of a cock. But, yeah. Uh, but th- there's one line that, w- that that I think might be the funniest line in the in the whole movie, and it was because of his delivery, so I do have to give him that. Yeah. Um, 
I walked away from this movie thinking this wasn't a great movie. This was pretty funny. It had some pretty funny stuff. But I'm I'm gonna give uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane a pass. I'm gonna think I'm gonna say I, I think if he continues along this vein and he continues to write with Alex Sulkin, um, they're gonna make a really really solidly good movie one day. Um, yeah, I just I just thought like all of the stuff I didn't like about this movie rests solely on the shoulders of Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a sucker for pop culture references and stuff, but there's something about his just, like... The, like, there's a flat... There's a scene in the movie where Mila Kunis and Mark Wahlberg are talking about the first time that they ever met. And she said something, and it seems... She, like, has a flashback scene. It seems kind of normal. And then he's like, that's not how I remembered it. Oh, this made me so angry, Gorman. And then it flashes back to the two of them in the scene from Airplane. From Airplane. And, and where they're dancing in the bar, and and, and she's like the scene from him Airplane, up. which is the scene from uh, Saturday, from, like, Night, Saturday Fever. Night Fever. Yeah. So and it just is literally the same scene, shot for shot, shot for that shot, scene. sound effects with the two of them, and oh, then they're like, "My bed's here." Uh oh! And then they were like, <laughs> "My bed's here." <laughs> <laughs> we'll pause. We're back. Greg has a bed now. I got a bed. He got a bed. Oh. It came. He's checking his <laughs> phone. very close to Casey. Yeah, Greg's, like with Greg's a giant making hole weird noises in your crotch. Now. It looked like it was intense. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking there. Yeah. Hello. Right. So, hey. <laughs> one we bed delivery it. later, and we're back. <laughs> yeah. um, what I was saying about Ted was that they cut away to a flashback of basically a scene for scene, shot for shot of uh, Airplane. Yeah. The Saturday Night Fever uh, scene spoof, if you want to call it that. And so it just irks me that he can get away with just being like, oh, this is as crazy as that one time this thing happened. And then you cut away and it's a, a scene from something else with these characters. And there's no joke involved. But yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, joke. How do you just recreate a spoof? Yeah. It's already a spoof. That's, like, they did it real good. I know. Can't that's, the big, that's the big thing that pissed me off is that there was this kid sitting next to me. Uh, like laughing his head off or something, which I, which I don't like in a movie theater. Don't sit beside <laughs> me. What's wrong with you? There's other places to sit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this kid, like he's a kid, and and you know he was really enjoying the movie, and that's really great and everything. But he's laughing at this, and you could just tell that he's like, oh my god, I can't believe they thought of this. This is brilliant. You could tell he'd never seen Airplane, sure. so he's like, well, yeah. this is just you know Seth MacFarlane came up with this. No, he fucking didn't. He just co-opted it for his like, yeah. like like in a in just this lazy effort to put comedy on the screen. And and that's my biggest problem is that there's going to be people who see that scene and go and, and have no idea what the frame of reference is yeah. and just go, oh my god, that was so brilliant. No, no, the Sucker Brothers are brilliant. Seth MacFarlane is just a fucking thief. Yeah, it is just it's weird that he puts like the sound effects in the same place. There's like a wing, wing, oh, like yeah, and the yeah. gunshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's all it's shot for shot. It's everything. Yeah, it it's, is it's all irritating. Of it. Um, and that and and there's a few times where that happens in the movie, and it kind of got on my uh, on my nerves. And also, the movie um, kind of takes a turn in the third act and becomes a thriller <laughs> for some reason. Ha! That was so unnecessary. And it's so unnecessary. Yeah, um, Giovanni Ribisi's character unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, like not even in any of the trailers or anything. All of a sudden, like a character shows up early on in the movie, and you're like. Okay, this is going to happen later, and then it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like so much is telegraphed in this yeah. movie. Uh, but but you know you go like, well, this is like a, a, a stupid. 
stupid comedy, yeah. you're not too worried about plot points being totally. ruined for you or anything. But yeah. but you do want a serviceable plot so that yeah. you can remain interested in, in, in the overall thread. And Definitely. And this movie had a couple of those. Oh, like. yeah. There's some laughs in this movie. And I think my final comment on this movie will be that coming off of That's My Boy... Like, that's why Boy makes this movie look like Citizen Kane. Like, I will take three or four Ted's a year over any That's My Boy, you know? Like, this movie was bad. I didn't like it, but there was chuckles to be had. Yeah. wasn't as bad as I was expecting, but I didn't like it. He, I wouldn't say I give him a pass, but, like, I will give him a shrug. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't punch him in the tits. Yeah. Uh, my my only point being like is that this this had some really solidly original comedy in it. This movie did like like and you have to give it to him for that. Um, it, he's just a hack with some good ideas. Yeah. And and I feel like people like Alex Salkin who who uh, and, and Wellesley Wild uh, who he uh, uh, wrote this movie. Have with. they? What should I know their names from anything or? They're, what, who, uh, well, they're both comedy writers. Okay. They both write on uh, uh, on Family Guy. Okay. Uh, but you know how Family Guy every once in a while has a really inspired idea. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, these are the guys like Alex Sulkin. You should follow him, listeners. Follow him on Twitter. He's great and okay. really funny. Um, and and it just shows you that really funny people can get stuck on shitty projects. Yeah. Because they need to work too. Uh, but but yeah, if he continues to work with them, I I, I got a feeling because this movie wasn't badly directed either. No, um, it has. Yeah, I don't know. Like it I was think all right. It, it was serviceably better, directed. He's a better he's a better you know comedy director than like Frank Karachi or uh, or you know like Dennis Dugan or whoever. Yeah. Um, like you know those kind of like workhorse kind of comedy yeah. directors. Like I think he's got a better eye than that. Um and and yeah, I, I got a feeling that if they keep making movies, he'll he'll eventually hit on something really good. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um. So Greg, you went and saw a movie, right? <laughs> uh, no, this is a uh, Casey's Excuses starring Greg. Yeah. Can we stop fucking calling it Casey's? <laughs> can we get some corner Casey's Excuses like no. theme music? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this Casey's is like Casey's Excuses. But I'm no longer the person who has the most excuses you for the song, though. You, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is going to be a nice song. Yeah, and you were the originator. Yeah. I was the originator. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been under house arrest, waiting for painting and beds to be <laughs> arrived, and all kinds of crap. So I didn't get out to the theater. So I don't. I'm gonna. I am gonna go see Tyler Perry in the theater, and I'll talk about it next week, yeah. regardless of what happens in today's role. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, so that, well, then let me ask you this: yeah. Did you like not seeing it, or did you not like not seeing it? <laughs> um, it was okay. <laughs> not not it seeing it had some moments. Uh, <laughs> it dragged a little. Yeah, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of black guys dressed up like ladies. No, uh, I don't know. Could have used I more. did check. I did check this afternoon just in case to see if Big Mama's house was on. <laughs> Netflix, okay, just watch that. The, the great thing is you could have watched that and then just extrapolated what <laughs> yeah. Medea was about. Uh, I'm curious. I'm going to need to compare them, so maybe I'll watch both of them and put myself through that. <laughs> As but, penance? Because uh, that's, yeah. yeah. that's overboard. That's screwed buddy. Don't Isn't do there three yourself. of them? Three Big, Big, Big Mama's, Mama's house? house? There's at least two. There's two, and then oh, there's then a new one. Oh, then they made another one, like, recently. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> thank we God. Because we were clamoring for it. Um, <laughs> More of this story hasn't been fully told yet. <laughs> Flesh out these characters, please. Um, well, then I guess we move into another short conversation between me and Casey about the Spin Doctors album you made us listen to, yeah. you asshole. Jesus. That's right. Uh, what's it called? Uh, go right ahead now. A go, retrospective. Just, just, go, just go ahead. <laughs> now. Just go ahead now. A retrospective. A retrospective. A retrospective um, of the spin doctor. A fucking twenty-two <laughs> or something track. 
retrospective. Yeah. And you know what? I don't want to talk too much about this. I know there's a few things. I do. There's a few. Yeah, fuck you. There's a few things we we're going to touch on. But I will say the overarching theme that I found listening to this album as much as I did was that by the end of it, Two Princes was like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> so like, good. I look forward that's to That's a good movie or a good, a good song now. Yeah. That, that's, now that is a great song. It's like, I love that song yeah. now. Yeah. Because I just kept waiting for it to come up. Because this album blows. It's it, like, it's the most generic. It's just like, like. It is so bad. It's like they wrote everything on the day. Yeah. Just, you play a generic blues riff. Uh-huh. Okay. You play some funky slap bass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, just make slap bass noises and I'm just going to go ding 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 ding. And I'm just going to sing about a big fat funky bass. Which by the way, Gorman has been singing non-stop all day. It's his favorite song. Yeah. I didn't listen to this album, but I did. You know, if you go on your iTunes from your phone, you can get like a 15, yeah, 20 yeah, second yeah. preview. I went through the whole album like that, mm-hmm. and that was enough for me. Oh Even after God, that, I was exhausted. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that was like two or three minutes. Of yeah. <laughs> but what is, why is, well, maybe the, more so the early stuff, but are the drums recorded really irritatingly? Am I crazy with that? Like, they're, well, they're really, they're really snappy, dingy. They? Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's, like it's, a, it's very 90s production. Yeah, like yeah. It's just yeah. terrible. It's so irritating. It was making me angry. I was waiting for takeout food. <laughs> it, it, it's funny. Poor <laughs> <Who are> you. <laughs> I don't understand the correlation. <laughs> I was so angry. I'm waiting for takeout yeah. food over here, and this guy's playing some <laughs> shitty drums. Why would you do that to my sister? <laughs> Someone to drive here today. Someone that I'm call that I've called is going to bring me food. <laughs> food. I don't even have to get up, yeah. but I have to listen to 15 second songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can it listen went, to 20 was, seconds of drums went. that I mildly terrible. don't like. Yeah. Um, I, I was, he does that on a bunch of songs. Oh, my, my favorite one. My favorite one is uh, uh, which one is it? Cleopatra's Cat. Yeah, Jesus Balls. This song is. Yeah, what's the later period bullshit. stuff like? It's like bad. When it got into the two thousands. It like, answers the question. God, what could be worse than a fish album? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, this is this is worse than yeah. yet, yet entirely similar. I got I, I totally forgot last week. I I, uh, I have to mention that the that punishment album was co presented. Uh, by me and the man who put the idea in my head a couple of months ago, uh, Mark Hudson Riley. Okay. Oh, God bless MHR. Yeah, MHR, Locker Room, uh, the Markster. The Locker Room, the Markstar. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that, buddy. Uh, Um, Lots of pain. Hey, 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 Markstar, are you listening? Are you listening? (laughs) Fuck you too, then. Yeah. (laughs) You Um, also can suck it. The other thing I want to say about this album um, is just that... in the late '90s, we had the the like Creed singing, yeah, yeah. And I feel like this this album hits on a. a you mean the share singing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Post share. Yeah. Um, this this album hits on like an early mid '90s thing, which is like every 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 word that he says has to have an extra enunciation on the end. <laughs> so like I was singing earlier, big fat funky booed a yeah, yeah, you know. So and it makes it so that he can rhyme it with anything. Like, he could be like, and then I'm wearing a shoe, yeah, yeah. Like, like it doesn't <laughs> matter is, what he says later. As which long makes as, he puts as much sense off. as any of these lyrics. Yeah. Only one shoe. 
I'm wearing a shoe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, there's an a uh, yeah, yeah on yeah, the end of every called, word. There's a song called House, and it's all like, if you don't like my rules, get out of my how yeah with you. Uh, <laughs> I get going. Get out with you. my house and I guess he started uh, with that uh, what time is it song was yeah. the first bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he found out that it was 430. It's not too late. It's not too late. No, it's just Earl Hyden. It's still pretty early. Kelly Cranston Hillmanton. Kelly remember. I remember them being on Saturday Night Live when Two Princes was big. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it came to that, yeah. but, uh, he, uh, <laughs> I can't even hear he you just, do it. I don't, I don't know, know like if he was that. really high or drunk or just can't sing. Uh, oh, there it is. Huh? Can't, oh, sing. can't sing. Is that the one? Yeah. Because uh, uh, he just it came to that part and he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I would have rather that's exactly like, what he I would have rather listened to that all week. <laughs> Princess to be for you. I was reading the all music review for this album and I thought it was really hilarious that they gave it a four and a half star <laughs> really? review. Out of thirty eight. <laughs> but no, no, out of five. But but it was hilarious because it basically says that the first five tracks off the album are amazing and like it really sucks this band dropped off after their hit in the radio, but then it ends with I'm sorry. It ends with the line, as it is, this release looks like the record label's excuse to delete the Spin Doctor's other albums while keeping a compilation in print. Four and a half stars. <laughs> like, I was like, that's not a good... <laughs> like, this album is so bad, I, um, I only love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I'm just reading this here. I hadn't read it before. Uh, it said something about producer Bruce Dickinson. Yes, compilation producer Bruce Dickinson's apparent contention it, it that has to be a different. Bruce are we Dickinson. talking about a different dude it here? Cannot possibly be because I got to feel like Bruce Dickinson, Pilot as Bruce sweet Dickinson. a guy as he is, apparently he's the nicest guy. I got a feeling uh, he would murder them. Is this the Bruce Dickinson Holy you're shit, thinking of? It is yeah. Bruce Dickinson. What? Yeah. That's like, fucked yeah, up. Not the pilot, Bruce Dickinson. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, to a lesser extent, Iron, Iron Maiden's Maiden. Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> yeah. Balls to Picasso, Bruce Dickinson? That, yeah. Uh, yeah. Same one. I think he has an album called that. Yeah, I know. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, apparently... Uh, um, what? Um, apparently, his contention that the three, studio al- a- the three studio albums are of equal value is... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Not born out by a listen to the disc. 
because they <laughs> spread a lot of their. This is basically just their first three albums, like the hits. Right. Right. So uh, anyway, I'm done with this. It sucks. I hate it. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. I didn't need the six minute live version of Refrigerator Car at the end. Uh, I didn't need any of this. I hate. I didn't uh, ask for this. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I didn't ask to be born. Um, <clears throat> I can't wait to lose next just to fucking kill you guys. Well, yeah, because, I always want to as well. Because I screwed up and uh, I'm going to be seeing the movie late and having to review it next week uh, because I lost my album selection for you guys this week <gasps> is a good one. Oh, good. I picked, I picked something I like. Thank God. And uh, it's not an, an obscure album. It's kind of a known album, but I don't think either of you have ever really spent any time with it. All right. And maybe our listeners, too, if you want to spend a week listening to it with us. But I don't know what's going on this summer, but I just can't get enough of it. I, I haven't been able to put it down. So uh, this week, you guys are going to listen to uh, Ice-T, Original Gangster. Oh, 1991, awesome. Ice-T's fourth album and arguably his best. Yeah, you've been, on, you've been on a big wicked. Ice-T kid. Oh, yeah, I've been all about Ice-T this summer. I don't know. It just makes sense. So Sweet. That's awesome. your album this week. Now I'm excited. There you go. You've, Good you've record. You brightened me up. After <laughs> I felt so bad doctors. about the Spin Doctors. Uh, yeah, it worse, worse, so, uh, it Is it worse than the de- Cranberries? Possibly it, dethroned Cranberries, yeah. 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 I don't know, because I didn't up. listen to the Cranberries. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, but he does that, like, half-scatting <laughs> thing. But, it, like, in this Cleopatra's cat, like, it's almost lazy. Like, he'll be all like, Cleopatra has a cat. Zibidu Gabinston. And the cat is pretty. Yeah, that top. Get us. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm over this. I want to <laughs> right. talk to some doctors for enough to last me the rest of my life. Um, I'm never going to talk about some doctors again. No. Um, <laughs> like listening to it. Although, they have their next the, retrospective. The one thing, uh, when I was watching Jeff Who Lives at Home last night, uh, Spin Doctors Two Princes comes on the radio when they're in right, a car. in the car. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't escape it. <laughs> It's following me it's everywhere. Like just, before that, just before that scene, the movie was like, hey, Dan, Dan, hey, Dan, check yeah. it out. <laughs> um, so now we're going to roll. Yeah, for, yeah we're going to... The big roll here today, I think. Yes, we for are me, anyway, rolling I'm, I'm for... Really I, for something. I feel like I could go either way. Yeah, I know you one. could. Um, what, we are going to roll for the new Spider-Man reboot, Amazing Spider-Man. Directed by Mark Webb of 500 Days of Summer. Which, which is a great movie. Which I've Very not seen. Movie. Oh, it's, it's really an awesome good. Movie. Yeah. Really good. Um, Excellent Andrew use Garfield. of Han Solo in that movie. Uh, yeah. Great <laughs> use of Han Solo. Great use of uh, Hall and Oates. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that looks a lot like... Scene. I'm pretty Zero. excited about the new Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I think we're all pretty stoked to see it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think we're very excited to lose and go see Katy Perry, Part of Me, 3D. Yeah. No. Uh, Which part uh, of her is 3D, though? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what you got to ask yourself. Yeah. Basically a documentary uh, about uh, her rise to fame out yeah. of, out of her Christian just, upbringing. If, if it was just a concert film, I, I you know, all right, fine, you know, uh, but... I saw a preview for it recently. It was a longer preview, and there's yeah. like skits. Skits. Where she's oh, playing really? like a nerdy version of herself as a kid, like singing in the mirror, like, jeez, mom. Like yeah. this kind of, I was like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. I love, I love, we're looking at it on Wikipedia right now, and in the plot, it says, uh, uh, it gives you the plot, blah, 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 bearing testimony from Katie, real name Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> because like someone was like, Katie, ba- oh, Catherine Perry. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I thought yeah. it was over Hitler Perry. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite Perry. (laughs) When I think Perry, I think Hitler. I was Uh, thinking Matthew Perry, and I was excited. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, so, <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to roll. God. This is, uh, here we go. And today you're, we're rolling on carpet. Carpeting, you're not yeah, we'll see what, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see what kind we of front we put in as Craig LeGrow gets. <laughs> oh, oh Dan Gorman one. just rolled Dan a one. Gorman Nail. Sucks. <laughs> Dan <laughs> Gorman screws the pooch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's two. two. And I got two. That's a two from Casey. <laughs> Come on, one. Come oh, on one. dear Lord. Get me out of here. Five! Oh! Nicely done. Oh, that's just a clean no. roll right there. Yeah, no yeah. re-rolls, yeah, no controversy. Enjoy no. Katy Perry, buddy. I, uh, uh, <laughs> say hi to Katy Perry for me. And if you I, see me in the theater, let's not make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking jinxed, my, jinxed myself when I said earlier, like, I can't wait till I lose next to give you a fucking <laughs> yeah, shitty album. Yeah, yeah, really. I can't <laughs> wait should to not lose. have said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, not oh, to my. spoil it, but I have an album for you guys. Yeah. Next, All uh, right. Next week. You. Oh my God. <sighs> well, uh, enjoy Ice yeah. Tea anyway. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about. Yeah, it. I'm. I'm excited to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, uh, let's talk about another album. We got one album review this week before we hit Hero no. Swap Cage Match. Yep. And the album is by a band called Dive. D I I V. How do you think? What do you think of that? Uh, what do you think of that name? I love Casey? it, Casey. <laughs> I I did. I, I do have to say the the name outsmarted me. Yeah, uh, because like I'm like I don't know how to pronounce this. Div or D two V. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 but so I'm it's like looking capitals. up Roman numerals. I'm yeah, like, is yeah. D a Roman numeral? No, it's because they were called. It was called Dive. Uh, they called themselves Nirvana, Dive right? yeah, after the Nirvana song, spelt like Dive is spelled. But mm-hmm. then they realized there was already a band called Dive, so they just changed the. Yeah, the spelling. Uh, I like it. I, it's, it's fine. fine. Dive is this, okay. Uh, this band is from Brooklyn. Uh, it, it started by a, the guitarist from another band called Beach Fossils, uh, which who sound a lot like this band. To mm-hmm. be to be completely honest, uh, and the new album is called uh, Ocean. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> for a second I was going to call call it Geist because that's their single. Yeah, but yeah, it's called Ocean. O-S-H-I-N. Right, spelled all funny. Yeah. Spelled uh, modus operandi. This band is mm-hmm. fucking Bad something spelling. weird. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're clever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I didn't get to spend a ton of time with this album, but I've listened to it a few times. Uh, I heard that it got best new music. Yeah. On Not that that means anything, but I no, know. It but means that it's popular and right, right. it's hyped. Uh, I got to say, I didn't like it that much. Yeah, I'm like good, not great. It's, yeah, you know. I'm like okay, not good. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it's you uh, know, it's that same old moody '80s yeah. thing that a lot of people are doing, kind of ripping a bit on Daydream Nation, a little bit. Uh, of, yeah, you know. Well, see, I, I I didn't, I almost didn't get that. I almost got more like, um, like that 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 whole like Bell and Sebastian kind mm. of like, like uh, indie pop. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I kind of felt like this. Like for the first listen, like this album was trying to outsmart me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, like their name did, yeah. uh, and 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 I was just kind of like, if you strip this all down, um, because it's so heavy on production, like oh like, yeah, it's yeah. thick, which thick is why music. I thought you were gonna hate it, Casey, because I thought like this is reverby. I should have yeah, hated yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I think I started to like it because I started to like the production and uh, which is what I, I actually really didn't like about it at first and I'm like there's so much going on here and what I really like is when a, when an album's uh, vocals are mixed in with everything else yeah, yeah. yeah like I like that sort of like big pastiche of noise kind of sound where the like vocals the are just another uh, yeah but not in like a Phil Spector no. kind of way um, 
but uh, so so yeah, I found listening to it interesting, but I I didn't connect emotionally to the music at no, all. No, no, that's the big that's the big downfall of this album. I think is there. there I I was thinking that very thing mm-hmm. um, earlier this afternoon. Just there's no real. Uh, centering point to bring yeah. you in no. any kind of emotion. It's just like, ooh, this is not a lot of song cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like neat bass this, riffs and yeah. noodling guitar. This <laughs> guy, yeah, that, this kind of album I find is is totally lives or dies by like the the like interlocking guitar lines. Yeah. Um. And and that's the whole reason why I didn't like this album that much was because for my money, I've always preferred real estate over beach fossils. And so to me, this is just like one of the guys from beach fossils went and made another album that sounds a lot like beach fossils. And I still don't like it as much as the real estate (laughs) album because the real estate album actually has really well-written songs in their guitar line, plucky dueling setup. I don't know. That was basically where I landed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like uh, it didn't annoy me. Uh, but no. I won't listen to it again. No, no, I'm done with it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so a big shrug so, from fuck all three you, of Pitchfork. Us. Yeah, yeah, suck it, Pitchfork. Best new music. <laughs> like it's like, but that's like it seems like Pitchfork just goes like, hmm, uh, seems like a lot of people are gonna hate this. So <laughs> if I like it, yeah. I'm a visionary. I don't know. I the thing about Pitchfork is I use it all the time. Because there's like four new album reviews a week, it's a really mm. good way to get exposed to a bunch oh, of yeah, albums. Oh yeah, tons. Yeah, usually you know? I just oh, yeah. I, I usually check it just to see what has see come the out. band yeah. name exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that's how I use Pitchfork. Because they're not read the, with the like eight point three. Yeah, yeah. How do you? How did you? You know, how is this one definitely a point three and not a point four? Yeah. You know, um. Yeah. You. I basically look at a Pitchfork review. Scan the the review for like this is a post punk album or like sure, this is yeah, an yeah. album like yeah. these bands and then I disregard yeah. the number I'm like I like that art too so I'm gonna uh, download yeah, it yeah totally like, yeah. <laughs> the thing that I saw today they they did their overlooked albums of 2012 and I saw somebody tweet this this isn't a completely original thought but I completely agreed with it uh, of 2012 really yeah like what albums have been overlooked so far and they're mm. all albums this is what the tweet said it was like. I can't believe Pitchfork does an overlooked albums of the year list, and it's all stuff that they've reviewed because they don't overlook albums; only you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that is a hundred percent correct. Like, like here's a bunch of stuff we reviewed earlier this year that like that you, you probably get, you aren't listening idiot. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I should probably like, give it a second look because I like it. Yeah, and, uh, I was like, yeah, totally, fucking nail on the head with that. <laughs> Sorry, who's that? I don't know. Somebody retweeted it, and it was like somebody else had said it, so I don't remember who it was. All right, well, yeah. that's amazing. Um. So yeah, let's. Yeah. We're gonna get into Hero Swap, right? Yeah, let's get out of this. I'm tired yeah. of this album. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hero Swap, cage match, cage match, cage Hero match, swap. Hero Swap, cage, cage match. match. Everybody, shut your face. <laughs> I don't have to put a song in anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to put that no, action music do, in. No, you do, because I really like that music. <laughs> I, I was very impressed with it. And Hero Swap cage match yep. is what we're doing our ever going um, tournament uh, playoff bracket style uh, cage match to define the greatest action hero that we can come up with yes round um, two right round two last week we had Dutch from Predator moving on to the second round so we'll see him in 35 weeks yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Um, Hold on to your butt. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be real slow. Uh, this week is interesting, as we mentioned at uh, the tail end of last week. We have John McClane from the Die Hard series yeah. going up against uh, Vasquez from the Aliens film. Arguably the finest sequel that's been made. Uh, yeah. At least genre-wise, anyway. Uh, uh, well, One I mean, of the... Let's, let's, let's not forget Empire. This is true. Empire, Godfather 2, Aliens. Yep. And we're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing else after that. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, we will roll the die to uh, determine their location. Um, the uh, even would be the jungle, and odd will be Thunderdome. All right. Let's see what we got, Dan Gorman. If I roll a one, <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> Two. Two. <laughs> Not much better. <laughs> even. Uh, we're in the jungle today. Interesting. You're yeah. in the jungle, baby. <laughs> You're going to die. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't even know what that's from. Well, I think this this is interesting because this puts you know, a, a, a much bigger advantage for Vasquez, I think. Yeah. The she, jungle? She, well, yeah, she's paramilitary, you know. Uh, Smart gun operator. And, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, and definitely, John McClane's pretty much a city cop. He's very much, he is a city cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, with her uh, combat style, which she's used to doing, is going into unfamiliar familiar territories and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. having to take what comes. So that's, I think the jungle is going to work all right with her. And, again, the military training. All right, so let's get into it. Yes. Uh, all right. Vasquez. Smart gun operator. What do you guys? Yeah. I don't she know. just needs to know one thing: where <laughs> they are. Um, so kick-ass in that movie. She's so good. Really, like again, I'm, she, I'm really happy that she's on our on our. Yeah, long she's the smallest, the smallest character we have yeah. in the whole thing. But she was just, she's just so dynamite. Like she really stands out in that movie with all those Marines who are really good characters. <clears throat> uh, Corporal Hicks, played by uh, Michael Bean, is excellent, and yeah. of course, uh, Bill Paxton's really funny in it. But she's really the one that kind of stuck out as as tough as Ripley. As being badass, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she dies uh, with uh, Captain Gorman, or oh, Lieutenant Gorman. Oh, shit. And, 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 uh, who no one likes. Aww. No one likes Aww. Gorman. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> but she says it right before they blow themselves up with a grenade. I never did like you. And he's yeah. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you were correct in your thinking. Yeah, I'll tell you what, not a lot of people do. No one likes a Gorman. Nope. <laughs> I have a t-shirt that says that. No one likes a Gorman. Anyway, Why did I, so I made that right after that, I met you. Yeah, you know she's me. willing to go the whole, whole go right down to the wire. You know she's willing to. to so she, she kills herself to kill a couple aliens. Yeah, you know. I w- that's what I was going to say. I was going to ask what were the uh, exact reasonings for her death. Well, they're kind of fucked. Yeah, it's either we blow ourselves the hell up and or take we, some with us. Yeah, or just sit here and die in a few minutes. Now that in and of itself is making me skew on her. Mm-hmm. Side because I think the aspect of being in the jungle is going to throw off uh, John McClane like mm-hmm. hard. Oh yeah, I feel like he's not gonna like he he is crazy badass, but I feel like he's crazy badass in terrorist like cop situations. You know, I feel this like she's true. more in her wheelhouse with like <clears throat> new surroundings. No, no question, absolutely, kind of I, thing. I think though that- he he's going to be all. Right though, because I mean, each of one of the films we have, a co- of course, more of a history with McLean. Yeah, always thrown something completely out of nowhere. He's always blindsided. It's Chances either, are he's never he had to walk slept. around with glass in his feet right. before, or, yeah. before that night, but he still fucking does it. But I then. feel like being out in the jungle and being like, because I, I, I just think the the Die Hard films are based so much upon 
like technology, you know, or like modern living in a sky, like he's in a high rise or he's in an airport or he's in a New York, you yeah, know, running but around. He doesn't, pay he doesn't operate with, uh, well, there's the pay phones, I guess, and that, but like, you know, the first two, he's really in the underbelly of, yeah. of all, all the technology. He doesn't use it, you know? No. Yeah, he's climbing yeah, he's through elevator shafts. He's an air but, duct. But know. there's a rigidity to like, being in a building floor by floor it's a grid this is very true you know being downtown new york it's a grid and you're in the airport there's signs everywhere i just feel like the the jungle is so anarchy you don't feel like he's been tested anywhere else anywhere else without like you can get your bearings in a building you'd be like okay i'm going up i'm going down what floor am i on whereas in the jungle it's like he gets turned around and she's gonna kill him yeah well here's what i think is uh, he's probably gonna be spending time sussing out his situation vasquez we've seen the alien movie has a little regard for human safety because when they're told to you know uh take the cartridges out of their guns because they're in a very volatile situation they could blow the entire compound up yeah Yeah. she's like yeah here's the cartridge then reloads immediately fuck that (laughs) we're all gonna die so she's got a kind of careless headstrong Major, so I think as opposed to trying to like trick him or you know, uh, yeah, not set up a trap, she's gonna run headlong into the fight, yeah. So I don't think there's a lot of sneaking around in the jungle that's gonna happen. I think we're gonna have kind of like a well, uh, she's very hot headed, too. This is what I mean, uh, yeah. And uh, though I I will say this, she's very hot headed, she just fucking she, you know, she does what she thinks she needs to do to get the job done. Um, also, she is private. Jeanette uh, Vasquez, Uh and he's a weathered cop, right? I mean, he's been doing this for a while, and ostensibly she has not. So she's she's just all fire and brimstone Mm -hmm. and fucking let's fuck shit up, whereas he's going to be a lot more measured than she's going to be. Yeah. I just, I just, I like not, not to say that I think she's going to like outsmart him if he gets lost or whatever, but I just, I feel like, like last week's, there's an element of she's going to see this opportunity to take him out and she's just going to run over and stab him or run over and shoot him or whatever. You know, mm. I feel like she's going to be more cutthroat about it because well, I, I, I don't know. Like, like I, know, be, I know like, I feel like when she's rushing towards him, she's going to be rushing towards him like with like, this fucking crazy like bra and, and he's just going to he's just going to be faster than her. He's, I think, well, he's I think history this whole thing comes down to, with bigger and yeah, yeah. More this whole thing opponents. comes down to experience, and I think that he's he's just inherently got more experience. And not to get all philosophical or anything like that, but I Please think do. her carelessness, uh, you know, willing to uh, give her own life to, you know, for the thrill almost of the mission, or to uh, just, you know, take down the enemy, willing to sacrifice herself, willing to die, uh, will make her sloppy, because I think the th- main thing with with John McClane. I mean, it's in the fucking title, Die Hard. Yeah. He fucking wants to live. Yeah. That guy wants to get through it. In all the movies, he fucking goes to the yeah. wall to not fucking die. Yeah. Uh, it, no matter what and the circumstances are, like, he that that's his thing. She doesn't care if she lives or dies. Yeah. He really fucking does. Right. Yeah. He's got kids. He's got a family that he really loves, you know? He's got Bonnie Bedelia. He's got just... bon- and who doesn't like Bonnie Bedelia? Who doesn't love the <laughs> double B? That's my favorite Spin Doctors lyric. Yeah. Bonnie Bedelia. I just, I honestly, I think the 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 slot, the stuff that you're saying only makes me think more of her. Like I think, yeah, like I think. Are you leaning more towards? I am like I'm leaning towards putting my official vote in that I know that she's sloppy, but I think it's going to work as an advantage for her in the in the situation that they're put in. I think Mm -hmm. she has 
quote unquote like not home court advantage, but she's a little bit I don't know, I just think she is going to be more comfortable right off the bat. And I think that with with coupled with her like really angry like go for broke attitude is going to end with a early-ish win on her part for me, I think. Mm. Wow. I uh That's that's my vote. I'm going to say it. Uh, <laughs> I, I do appreciate it. I don't know. I gotta like again. Like I feel like my whole argument just comes down to experience. Yeah. Uh, and and the fact that he's he can be emotional when he wants to be, or or use you know you know his rage when he wants to, but but he will assess a situation more than she will, and I think that will be his advantage. I know. I just, I just think that's going to come later for him. But you think that she's just going to get the get the jump right she's off? She's going to get the uh, jump, in my opinion. And he's going to be like, I don't know. I just feel like that, like he's going to be off his game for a little while, and that's when like her primal instincts will win. Okay, so you think that that because he's going to need to get his bearings in the jungle, she's going to take that advantage. Do you think yeah. she's going to uh, willfully take that advantage, or do you think she's just going to find that advantage? I think that she is going to find that advantage i think that just i think she's gonna go for it right off the bat and i think he's gonna be like we're like i don't know i just feel like he's gonna be off his game and she works best in that like first initial craziness right mm-hmm. and that's where i think it's gonna it's gonna tip the tip the scale for me fair uh, enough that's an interesting point yeah uh, I, <laughs> as much as I say it, it is, and it's actually giving yeah. me pause to think. But at the end of the day, I don't know. I give. It I like. Thing. I don't want to knock out John McClane, but that's. I honestly think that. Yeah, no. I'd like to keep Vasquez in because I think that there's sure. a lot of people on the list that she could murder. She yeah. would walk through. Yeah, my. I feel like it's. Uh, you know, I really think about the first Die Hard movie. You know, which is hard R too. Yeah, uh, and the brutality that McClane unleashes on people he gets oh yeah into into physical shooting people Uh, and the hand-to-hand stuff though like choking people out breaking necks yeah breaking necks it is dirty and he is just screaming like some kind of possessed animal man through these fights or manimal manimal (laughs) and so yeah i don't know uh oops no bullets what do you think i'm fucking stupid huh mclean wins mclean wins that's my vote yeah. So uh, two to so one. Two to one what, means that, what, I think yeah, it's, it's a right. majority rule. Yeah, I guess it is. It is. I think you guys are taking too much into consideration his comfort level with those movies, but mm-hmm. I'm fine with that ruling. Fair enough. I just think I think all that brutality he he gets the upper hand because he is smart about it, and I feel like taken out of the confines of those modern situations, he's he's gonna stumble. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate your oh, point, yeah, no. and I think it, yeah, that, it's not a I think that it would yeah. sway me. by any means. Yeah. But I just uh, but uh, yeah. when it comes right down to it, I think that she's just too new. I think fair that, enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And another one goes down. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's really going to be fucked up. Though is next week. Next I, week's I, gonna. I can't gonna even hurt. wrap my head around next week. It's so, gonna be. It's gonna be a bit of a conversation. Dutch has moved on. McLean moves on. Next week, head to head, Han Solo versus the Bride. Oh the my movies. god! It's going to be intense, Kiddo. people. Listen, yeah. listen yeah. to me. Y- if you're not Kiddo. listening right now, make sure you listen next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make sure you do listen now, so that you hear me telling you to listen next week because it's uh, going to be big. I, I need to. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Uh, I don't know what's the most badass Han Solo movie. Is it Empire? I think Empire. it's Empire. 
Um, I mean, he does end up in the carbonite at the end, but yeah. you know, I think he's probably the most active in that one. You yeah, know? yeah. What? Do you, fi- figure out which one I need to listen to. I just. Uh, I mean, I need to. Uh, I need to rewatch because I mean, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I've never really? been okay. a big Je- Star Wars. Jedi fan. is a little too probably cutesy did. eventually with the uh, with the with the Ewoks. Ewoks and uh, I'm gonna say okay for yeah, we watch Empire if you want to brush up on Han. I would say it's the darkest movie. Oh yeah, and yeah, that that in Cloud City, the fucking there's yeah. those doors open, you know, yeah. immediate draw. I mean, All right. oh yeah, that's... Um, and yeah, and, so, and then the Kill Bill. You know, I'm just gonna watch them both because uh, they're great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, she's fuck. That's that's a heavy one. I don't even know. I don't. Even, I have no gut I instinct. I, I I do have an <laughs> instinct, and I and and it worries me. Uh, I I do want to say uh, just a little bit of uh, trivia that may or may not be true. Uh, I read that the reason that they froze Han and Carbonite um, at the end of that movie was because he hated playing Han Solo so much. Mm. He hated the character of Han Solo that he didn't want to come back. Yeah, yeah. And oh, they were, like, they were, were going to kill him in the beginning of Jedi. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, well, no, they he were and Lucas. The end of they were going to kill him at the end of uh, at the end of Empire. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but there, there was like contract disputes or something like mm. that. So, so like, well, then we'll just kind of freeze your your character. They literally just kind of froze the character and froze everything until they could come to some sort of an agreement. Mm. And they threw shitloads of money at him, and he yeah, was yeah. like, yeah. "All right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we did it." Oh, Harrison Ford, nice. Well, yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna check out. I'm gonna have to rewatch because I mean it's been a long. I, I honestly don't think I've seen any of the original trilogy since I was a kid. No kidding, like, really young because I saw them when I was a kid a few times. Never really liked them. Well, you know what? It, which so. is good too because they're hard. You, you can only get the the new yeah. fancy. What I have the original trilogy on uh, uh, unfucked with on VHS. VHS. Awesome. <laughs> it's called yeah. the unfucked. Yeah. With. Yeah. <laughs> the unfucked Star Wars. Yeah. Um, which Sweet. I'm going to transfer to DVD before those tapes start to die. Yeah. But uh, you can uh, borrow mine this week if you'd Aww, like to see it uh, un- unfucked Wait. with. You just yeah. have to unpack the box that has them in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Is that good? I think, I think that's, that's good. good. Yeah. I got to fuck off. Yeah. yeah you got to um, catch a train. Sweet. I, gotta, I literally have to catch a train. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take all my running power. Uh, all right. So you can follow us on Twitter at SYNWPC or on Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. And as you remember from the beginning of the episode, check out Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas on our Modern Superior Network. You can follow that at Modern Superior on Twitter. And we're going to leave you with a track from the band Tearjerker. They're a Toronto band. Their album Rare came out last year, and they just released the second single, Word. And they've got a new video for that as well. They're a really cool band. One of my favorites in Toronto. So we're going to leave you with that. And you can check them out at tearjerker.bandcamp.com. Sweet. 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 So here's Word, and see you next Wednesday. Bye, Internet. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.